This, this is the Australian Mobile DJ Podcast. In this series, we'll talk to them, get to know them and learn from them. And here's your host, DJ Bebo. Hello and welcome to yet another podcast for the Australian Mobile DJs. This is actually a, a Facebook group. If you haven't found it already, you can find us just by typing in Australian Mobile DJs. And you'll see the group there. Join us or you can send me an email. Reach out anytime. DJ Bevo at me. This episode, we are talking to a man by the name of DJ Brad. He's also got a company called Activate Entertainment, specialising in kids' parties and kids' events. And he joins me on the phone right now. Hello, DJ Brad. G'day, Bevo. How are you going? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing very well, thank you. Thanks for having me on your show. Yes, it's very exciting to talk to and get to know all these amazing people that are Australian mobile DJs and you're a man that um, definitely had to be on the show because, uh, well, you've you've had a, a su- successful business in Brisbane for quite some time now and you've branched out in two, not only one, but two brands, DJ Brad and Activate Entertainment. Do you want to tell us kind of how that evolved? Yeah, sure. Well, I guess, um, you know, DJ Brad started back in 2010 um, doing all sorts of events and I mostly focused around the sort of the weddings and special occasions, but then part of me started doing a lot of kids and, and sort of youth events and school events. So, um, you know, I think the problem I had was that they're, they're such a different, they're totally different events. I think the, probably the biggest problem was the branding and sort of I'd get confused with, you know, the wedding DJ and the kids DJ, and it kind of was a bit hard to market to, to different people. Um, so... Yeah, I decided to basically rebrand a little bit better and, and just basically just kind of, you know, split the two different types of businesses up a bit more so that way people could, you know, I could probably target the the kids and, and, and the mums and dads in the schools a bit better along with some other stuff that I had as well. And that was the other problem was that, you know, you'd have DJ Brad, but then you'd have, say, maybe DJ Samantha or DJ Emily turning up at the party and it sort of turned a few heads. <laughs> so, um yeah, so that was mostly because I just wanted to basically, you know, have two different sets of brands there, one for the wedding and the special events and the corporate sort of events, and then activate kids' entertainment for all the schools and kids' birthday parties and things like that. Oh, that's really interesting. So tell us, how did you, DJ Brad, get your start and in interests uh, as a mobile DJ? As a mobile DJ? Well, I think it was probably when I first started um, in Sydney, um, with a company called Moby Disc, which I'm sure a lot of people in the in the DJ industry is familiar with. Um, and so I would go, you know, in around Sydney from, you know, all sorts of different events, to birthdays, to to Christmas parties, to you know, corporate events. And um, I was basically just doing events for Moby Disc. Um, I'd I'd go out there with my little uh, CD Walkmans and set up on the boat or at the at the you know the clubhouse or wherever I had to go and do my event and then head home and, and then next day or the following weekend go out and do it again. And then um, after a while, I think I, I just really wanted to um, move back to Brisbane. And when I did it, was at that time I actually um, decided to go solo and then start start my own name, and that was in 2010. So um, I, I think it was maybe just for probably around about four or five years. It seems a lot of people get their start with Moby Disc, um, you know, the ad in the paper and no experience necessary, must have own car. Um, I'm sure the, the ad reads similar in 
no matter what market you are. But it does get you that that start, and also um, it it um, it does create a lot of DJs on their own, their own business. They they sort of branch out from that. So I guess it's a, a good training ground, uh, a good solid way to start when it comes to um, becoming your own DJ entity, as it were. And I mean, DJ Brad, that's, it's, it's a name that everyone sort of talks about too um, here in Brisbane. I notice on all the uh, Facebook uh, wedding groups is you're getting lots of recommendations. So you must be doing something right, mate. Oh, look, I mean, I'm, I'm always, I'm always excited to get any inquiry that comes through for someone's event, be it a kid's party or a wedding, you know, or any sort of event for that matter. I think, um, and it, it's good. And it's good to know that, um, people are familiar with the brand, or at least it, it's a it's a recognised brand. I guess that comes up from time to time. You know, I'm I'm certainly quite you know touched by it. Let's step away from uh, the music that you play in events. What sort of music do you listen to in your own time? What What are you listening to um, personally? Oh, I have I have such a broad range. You know, I I listen to everything from seventies and eighties to to sort of um, movie songs. You know, that you know that. Um, that song "Power of Love" from Back to the Future, you know yep. that that sort of music. Um, to to you know a bit of a bit of heavy metal sometimes on occasion. I, I think I think sometimes I just listen to completely random music and just to try and break up that you know common sort of theme that you play at a certain event. You know from weekend weekend sort of thing. So as much as I love that and I love listening to it on the weekend, I think during the week sometimes I just like to listen to sort of something completely different just to sort of you know, see what see what's out there. I think the some of the music I'm listening to at the moment is all this sort of EDM and, and sort of house and sort of uh, electro music. Uh, I did a, an 18th recently and I've, I've sort of been studying that at the moment. And that, that's something that I, I can't quite get my head around, but I'm, I'm trying to sort of follow and, and stay up to date with. And what about after a gig, um, you've, you've packed up for the night, you're in the car, what are you listening to in the car? Is it the same sort of thing or do you just no, go I in have complete silence? I need, <laughs> I need to have a podcast. I, it, it's very rare. But sometimes I will have some songs on that I want to listen to, but in general, it's a podcast and it's usually the, the Triple J um, uh, sides with Dr. Carl. Um, I don't know why it's just it, it's kind of my go-to thing. I think it's just the talk back that I enjoy. It just it kind of helps me sort of just unwind from all the hype of playing music. Absolutely, it, it does take quite some time to wind down after a gig. The, the excitement of it all, the brain going, programming all those songs, and then finally you come to a complete stop, and you just need to, like you said, relax, switch off. Yeah, yeah, you just need to not worry about what to play next on the way home as you're heading back to the house. You know, what what track have I got coming up next? I just I just want something I can set that for the next 45 minutes and drive on home. So when it comes to education and, and becoming better at your craft, what sort of resources do you reach out for or um, YouTube channels do you subscribe to or where, where do you learn um, oh. the craft? Hmm. I think, you know, I, I sort of try and find anywhere I can really. Um, I mean, certainly there's a lot of Facebook videos and a lot of Facebook groups of, of people posting tips. Um, you know, there, there's, there's there's forums that I, I look online. There's a lot of YouTube videos that I watch. And sometimes it's even just listening to other DJs and, and their sets um, to get ideas, um, you know. And I also sort of try and go to different events or just when I can try and go to, um, uh, what are they? They're just, you know, certain friends will host just general DJ live events where you go around and watch them DJ and I think that that's really interesting because it's just you're watching someone who's completely 
unrelated to the way you DJ and it just makes you stop and go, oh, I say, that's interesting. I see how they did that there or I like how they switched that over or, you know, so that that's that's some of the things that I like to sort of learn from. When it comes to other DJs in the industry, is there anyone that you um, admire or um, have taken uh, mentorship from? Oh, look, there's, there's, there's a few. Um, uh, where do I start? I think, um, you know, certainly um, Steve Bowen. I think he's, he's one that's uh, has always helped me sort of aspire to be um, a better DJ and, and, and to think outside the box and to, to, you know, be my own personality. I think, you know, there, there's, um, there's Glenn Mackay and his business with um, him and Miranda and what they've achieved. I think that's something that, you know, I aspire to. I think also Ryan Hancock, I think he's, you know, he's doing it full time on his own and, and, and seeing him go out there and do it weekend after weekend after weekday. He's, you know, he does it right. I think those sorts of DJs I sort of see a lot popping up. They, they just, I think they give me a lot of motivation and excitement as to what I can achieve. So obviously the COVID thing's happening at the moment. Um, there's very mm. little work. Um, once it all ramps back up and gets back into to action, can you see there being obviously um, some change in what you do and how you go about what you do? Um, I don't know at the moment. I've been thinking about that a lot actually. I think – I don't think the dance floor is going to change much. I think once people start having drinks and things like that, a lot of the, the hesitations and, and reservations around, you know, social distancing tend to just go out the window and, you know, people don't observe it as much. I think they're mindful of it at first, but generally on the dance floor, I think people will just keep dancing and then probably just, you know, try not to be too up in everyone's faces on the dance floor. Um, uh, I, I think, you know, certainly with, um, you know, photo booths and things like that. I think there's going to be some social distancing there and I think probably at the tables and, and during dinner there's going to be social distancing there as well. Um, but, um, yeah, it, it, it's interesting. I, I'm I'm really unsure at the moment. I'm, I'm kind of just watching with, you know, with a careful eye. When you look back at your DJ career so far, is there one event in your mind that would have to be like the pinnacle of all events that you've ever done? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, I don't know. Um, I think I think they're all they're all special for me. Um, but there's not one that comes to mind. I'll probably, you know, what at the end of this podcast, uh, the end of this talk, I'll probably hang up the phone and go. Actually, I know there was that one. There was that that one event. Um, but you know, off the top of my head, I can't remember. That's okay. Um, what about? Um a type of event that you haven't done already but you'd like to to give a crack? Oh, a type of event I haven't done. Um, or something uh, new you haven't tried before. Something, yeah, something new I haven't tried before. Uh, I think, you know what, I, I've, never, I've never actually done a club event. I've never actually done a club sort of in the city or, or um, you know, a, a, I don't know what you call it, a residency or some sort of gig like that where you, you go in and, and do a couple of hours on, you know, on the club, on the dance floor. Um, I think that's probably one that would make me the most nervous, if I'm being honest, um, because that's something I've, I've just never had experience for. And whilst I'd, I'd have a good go at it and I'd do my best and do my research, I, I think um, I'd, I'd probably have to reach out to my good friend Aaron and have a chat to him and get some inspiration from him. 
Well, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you, DJ Brad, and um, the head honcho at Activate Entertainment. <laughs> um, Thank you, Lee. It's, yeah, it's so good to see your insight into the industry, where you've been, where you've come, and where you're going to go. And if anyone listening to this podcast would like to reach out to you, what's the best way to do that? Well, it depends what what type of event are they having. <laughs> um, look, I think you know just Google DJ Brad or um, just Google Activate Kids Entertainment, and you can learn a bit more about who I am and what I do. Very good, DJ Brad. Thanks for your time. Thanks. The Australian Mobile DJ Podcast was hosted by DJ Bevo and produced by Matt Fulton Productions.